Welcome to the Biggest Little Mysteries. First I thought it was the clock, because it was kind of old then, but then I heard the ghost stories. Hello everyone, this is Sam, Sarah, and Marcus. And welcome to our podcast, Biggest Little Mysteries. This week, we explored some of the biggest mysteries located here at the University of Nevada, Reno. Established in 1874, the campus is filled with mysterious legends and eerie ghost stories that can leave the hairs on your neck standing on end. But are they real? We'll let you decide. For episode one of Biggest Little Mysteries, we will begin at Morrill Hall. Morrill Hall was built in 1885 and originally housed the entire university, with classrooms, a library, a museum, offices, and dormitories. It was on the Nevada Register of Historic Places and was remodeled in the 1970s. Today, it is used as the Division of Development and Alumni Relations and the University of Nevada Press. No one knows when the paranormal activity first began, but the haunting tales of Morrill Hall have been going on for years. When approaching the brick building, a great front porch and white pillars loom up in front of you. The darkened rooms of the basement are covered with black metal grates. You pull open the heavy wooden doors and great staircases ascend in front of you. The hall is quiet. A few offices and rooms are being used for conferences or alumni relations. And so I had a desk that was kind of in a corner and I would work late because I was cleaning up accounting records. For Lori McLanahan, Associate Vice President of Finance and Operations in the Development and Alumni Department, the ghostly legends of Morrill Hall were all too real. She leaned forward in her chair as if to prepare us for her story. She said, you're going to think I'm crazy. And my boss was downstairs in the first floor, and so we'd both be working late. By the front of the office, we had a typing table. So there was a table there with a rolling chair, like a secretary's typing chair, and so you'd type. And so I'd be across the room, sitting at my corner, and I'd hear weird noises, I'm not sure what they were, but then the chair would just come flying across the room and like hit the wall, kind of like the partition where I was. And there'd be nobody there and I'd go push the chair back, kind of look around and say, hey, is anybody here? Nobody would be there and I'd go back to my desk and I'd sit there and it'd come flying across the room again. In the president's room on the second floor, Large portraits of all the previous presidents of UNR hang on the walls, watching you silently. The third floor used to be a museum, and so they had a lot of alumni artifacts and the portraits of all the different presidents. On each side of the hall on the third floor, they had like a sort of an alarm. It was a magnet, and so you'd flip on a switch and the magnet would turn on and so the doors wouldn't open. So at night when you left, you'd flip that switch. So we would flip that switch and then you'd go up into the third floor in the museum and the pictures would be upside down and turned around and things would be moved around and there would be no real explanation for that and the doors were magnetized so nobody could have gotten in there. From wooden frames and painted faces to gold frames and photographic images, the faces of the past haunt the walls of Morrill Hall. Before leaving, Lori left us with another strange tale. I heard, I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard that a woman died in the 1800s in Morrill Hall. 
but it wasn't long before someone came along with a story of their own encounter with the rumored specter. And so I had an event, and so I was getting ready for that event because I had to go and get some lists and stuff like that. Keiko Wild, Director of Donor Relations in the Development and Alumni Department as well, also experienced some eerie things while she worked in Morrow Hall. She seemed more at ease than Lori, leaning against the wall, crossing her arms. She was more than willing to tell us her story of a close encounter with the other side. I walked into Morrow Hall, the only one there, this was before it was alarmed, it still had the magnetic doors. Blocked the door behind me, went up all the way to the third floor, printing out my list, and doing my thing, and I hear my name. And I'm thinking, somebody's come in. I mean, it was probably 6.30 in the morning, 6 or 6.30 in the morning. And I hear my name, I'm like, hello, yeah, you know, nobody's there. And I hear my name again, <laughs> like, nobody's there. And it was like a sing-song, like a woman's voice, but kind of sing-song. <laughs> yeah, and it was, you know, it could have been somebody, but it wasn't like somebody had yelled for me, or, you know, are you in here? Or, and uh, all of those stories about the ghost came back, and... I grabbed my stuff and ran out of the building. And I didn't pass a person in the building on my way out. Since their terrifying experiences, Lori and Keiko have moved their offices to the Mackey Science Building. Morrow Hall's current faculty haven't heard from the mysterious woman in years, but only time will tell when she reappears. Tune in for our next episode to hear more about Reno's biggest little mysteries.